Welcome to the Wing Life Podcast, where we talk about wing foiling and the lifestyles of those who enjoy this great sport. Hey, Sarah, thanks a lot for joining me on the show today. Hi, thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Um, I'm really looking forward to this talk. Um, I've talked about this with a few friends of mine, and um, maybe let's start with a little bit of an introduction of who you are and where you are right now, because your background looks pretty cool. <laughs> well, um, at the moment, I'm uh, at home. <laughs> um, yeah, I live in an old house uh, in the Engadin in Switzerland um, on 1,800 meters above sea level. Um, yeah, so we just oh, nice. got summer actually <laughs> right now and yeah, it's, it's great. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's up in the, in the mountains. So in the winter time we have skiing, snowboarding and all that stuff. And in the summertime we have our lake with the thermical winds, uh, where we go for windsurfing, kitesurfing, wingsurfing, oh, wing foiling, etc. Yeah, that about where I am from <laughs> and uh, yeah I'm, I'm Sarah um, I grew up up here in the mountains and um, yeah I was uh, I, I had the windsurfing school up here 15 years now and last year in um, September I had okay. a change of life so I changed everything actually in my uh, personal life, but also in my business life. And um, I sold a part of the school to concentrate on different things. And by the time I did not really know what I want and what I was looking for, but I knew I was looking for myself actually. And so, yeah, I, did a mentoring with my mentor and yeah, I found out that there is so much more in life than mm -hmm. just that what we see. So um, that's why I got into the mental coaching and yeah, I have my website now and I started, I started to talk with a lot of people about that and um, yeah, I'm starting my business right now. So I'm super happy. That's exciting. And um, I guess your, your main clients are going to be athletes or are they going to be people from all walks of life? Well, um, all walks of life, like, of course, athletes as well, but all walks of life because every life matters. So, um, yeah, it does not matter if you're rich, poor or whatever athlete or uh, a normal worker, whatever um, the mental state is really really important and um so i have yeah I'm, I'm i'm working with everyone actually because everyone is important that's true okay no fair enough um because i know i started windsurfing 10 years ago and when i got into it i was in a severe motorcycle accident which took about eight to nine years of rehab three years in my brother and I fly to Hawaii because we had always wanted to go to Hawaii. We fly to Hawaii. We meet um, a, a pro windsurfer's wife. He had passed, but she was selling windsurfing gear. So we picked up that gear, which were it was fairly sacred for us to go to Hawaii and then find gear and kind of live on that kind of 
his uh, his heritage and is is just he his passion was there. But I was terrified of water, absolutely terrified. I was not a good swimmer. Um, so the men, I, I'm curious to see where our conversation goes, but the mental hurdles that I had to overcome just to be able to go in the water was was insane. So I'm curious to see um, what your thoughts are on that. And, and then obviously, how you would help people through something like that. That's well, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, the, the first question of me would be like, um, what did drive you to go in there? What drove me into the water? Yes. Um, yes. I think looking back at my accident and, and a lot of us end up we're very busy with work with life of what we're meant to do and then windsurfing found me through this happenstance kind of thing my brother was into it he said i love this and it was something that he himself was focusing on just for himself it wasn't for anybody else so he had the time and and, and so i i went into it because it was like well he's having so much fun then i know i will have so much fun <laughs> But mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much it would a heal me and then help me through all these life hurdles and then connect me to a different community. So like I went into it because I saw somebody else having a lot of fun. And I was like, I need that in my life right now. And I need a sport that's just for me. Um, so that's why I went into it. Yeah. So that's, that's actually the bridge you made in your head is that um, you saw someone having so much fun. So by this time, like you saw him having so much fun and enjoying himself and being himself uh, without any circumstances around, like without any thinking, should I do that or not? Or is it maybe expensive or can I maybe hurt myself? Now he had this energy that he want, he, he, he loves it. So he gave you this energy like you picked it up because energy is 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 um how do you call it it's ma magnetic so mm -hmm. when i have a good energy and you have maybe a bad energy but i stay in my good energy you will come into my good one but when i'm not sure in my good one um i will get into your maybe negative bad energy what is bad energy but maybe negative energy or um, tired or sad or whatever. So, uh, what it was is was like your brother was super comfortable in this energy because this energy is love. Like he loves that sport. So this energy is so powerful that he took you into this energy. And while you got into this energy, you forgot everything around you. So you forgot actually that you don't really want to go in the water or that you maybe cannot swim that well. You forgot all about that. And then what comes through is that you can actually swim mm. and you love water because the, the question is, where is this coming from that you were having a fear of water? Where is it coming from? And this is what we have in life so much. And this is, this is, we have those boundaries that, um, that, that we hear something maybe in television or 
someone told us that when we go into the ocean, we could be attacked by a shark or we could die or whatever. So what we do with our ego thinking is, oh, I need to memorize that. But it's not true. It's just told. And then it's like, I, I can always rebound it and I can always put it in the other side and say, hey, someone just told me that, but I don't even know if it's true. So what do I think? What, what, do, I, what do I feel with my heart? My heart says, I want to go in there. So I shut up my ego thinking, which goes and is searches for reasons I should not do it. I shut it off and I go in there and it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Because we are def we define what is good and we can also define a bad thing or a, um, a thing that we are not very sure we can define as good because it's always good for us. No, yeah, I, I like that, that way of, of introducing this subject. How do you find that certain people move through that process of fear to, to love and appreciation at various speeds? Like some people, it will take more time to work through the things that come up. So for example, the first time I went in, like I was terrified. And all these, like there was big, there was decent sized wind, there's three, four foot swell. And I was like, what the heck am I doing here? This is not, this is way out of my comfort zone. And I ended up, my brother took my board and I, I swam to shore. And I actually just sat on the beach and I was like, oh, like what the heck just happened here? This episode is brought to you by Saladita Kite School in La Ventana, Mexico. If you caught some of our uh, stories yesterday on Instagram, you'll have seen that. I just got in a couple epic days of downwinding. We got a 10-kilometer downwinder done with my buddy Mickey from Salt Spring Island. Today, I got in an epic one with my friend Britt. Um, we went from Latuna all the way to the beach and back. Um, heck of a fun time. If you're looking to learn, there's nothing better than getting a lesson from the pros at Saladita Kite School. They are positioned at Latuna, and now that I've been here a little while, I've gotten the opportunity to visit to a couple different spots. It is one of the more beginner-friendly beaches with some nice sand so you're not walking on any rocks. Um, they do offer professional jet ski-assisted kite and wing foil lessons. Um, so once again, they're at Latuna, so if you want to grab a beer after, grab some ice cream, grab anything, it is a nice little hub there, so you're not just stuck kind of in the middle of nowhere. So they have you covered if you want to learn how to kite, foil, or looking into downwinding. They got top quality gear as well. Uh, so don't hesitate. Book your lessons today by visiting saladitalaventana.com or send them a message on Instagram at saladitakiteschool, at saladitakiteschool. I guess obviously people work through this at various speeds is what I'm asking. Well, yes, they do. Um, this is also like you created in your head, right? Um, everything you are thinking um, is showing in the outside. So it's showing, it's showing you in the reality. So probably you were like still thinking it's going to be, wow, it's going to be big. It's going to be massive. It's going to be hard. It's going to 
be a hard challenge for me. So yes. what it what what happens in the outside is it's giving you a hard challenge. It's actually <laughs> just that, you know. Um, Fair enough. That's probably what you were thinking, right? Oh yeah, like I had never. <laughs> I, I think a lot of the times how I do in my life, and I haven't talked about myself very much on the podcast, but we can share a little bit, but our family kind of takes things kind of heads on. So we'll see something and we'll go for it. And then sometimes you'll drive and a lot of athletes kind of need that mindset because we need to be able to do quick actions and take them. And then you kind of forget about everything else. And then I kind of yeah. deal with those things afterwards. But, um, but, but that's, I think, so what happened in here, but for the gift that was behind that fear, I'll forever be thankful. It was unbelievable what that opened up um, in me and and, and, then, and how all the other aspects of my life then slowly revolved around this thing that had never been there before, which I found, like, if I look at it, if I look from, like, if I'm 80 years old and I look back at that moment, it's like, how the heck did that even come into my circle? It wasn't even something that I had was looking for. I was looking for something. I just didn't know what would show up. And that's what showed up, which I'm very grateful for. Yes, exactly. And this is what it is, because it's it's that what we have in our really in in, in our really inside. And um, we're living in our outside, right? We are always living in our outside. We're looking what other people are doing. We are um thinking what we should do next because of money we should you know we're always in the outside but our inside has um a passion has a passion to go ahead and to be to be someone on this earth that 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 has um a rule right so what is that rule and 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 this inside is is so big that is pushing you but you can't really with your with your mind you cannot really get it because it's it's so big and it's so out of our thinking out of our mind because it's absolutely in our um, nature um that we cannot really get through it when we think about it. But like you said, I have done it and it opened up so many things for me because you probably wouldn't be doing what you are doing right now, talking to me um, in a podcast um, no. that you you wouldn't be doing if you would not have, have this, 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 um, yeah, this, what, what was it? I mean, this experience, I would say, no. So um, this is about it. This is about life that that it's like a trampoline and it, it, it pushes ourselves up to other levels, to higher level, to higher level, to higher level. And um, with our thinking, we cannot we cannot explain it. You don't have to explain it. Um, it's it's our insight that pushes us, and this is really important that we are always conscious that we are always right, and it's always for us. Everything is always for us to grow and to make what we really want to do in life. I mean, I think you don't want. I mean, it's nice to have a lot of money on your bank account, but 
do you have do would would you would it be nice to have a lot of money on your bank account without having those experience no it's not because it's what makes you happy and it's what challenges you mm -hmm. oh the the challenges in wind sports are endless um from physical challenges to emotional challenges to the mental aspects of things um it has completely blown me away of how then you can relate that and how you can use those skills because my neighbor who i've been sailing now and i've sailed with him in the great lakes in canada and it was 25 to 30 to 35 knots and 10 15 foot swells with him sometimes and i didn't know he was a windsurfer but the first time i met him like that i remember consciously because he grew up beside us or i grew up beside him he was so calm and i was like i want that like i want that aspect to become that as i age because i was like how are you so calm and then and then i went out with him in some of these conditions and it was like okay I, i'm starting to understand the work that he's put in for example into mastering these conditions and then mastering his sport over 30 years and how he's then applied that to his life which which is a pretty cool because that's sort of like a, a master from my perspective a master will use these different tools and then bring that into their personal life and kind of tie that into regular life like it's a tool to help you achieve something which I found was pretty fascinating, actually, because I hadn't looked at windsurfing that way before. Yeah, exactly. And if, with this, you can you can have a look at everything you do. I mean, everything you do. We we always think that the extreme sports are really challenging for us and going out of the comfort zone. But sometimes it's just going out, take a walk, or That's true too. talk to someone. <laughs> that maybe you do, you you know you think like it's not it's not going to be well not not a nice talk i wouldn't say but maybe something that is challenging this person and you want to explain this person this correctly that it's going to be in the right order and and etc that this person is going to be can grow so um it's it's the same actually and there it's always you always have to like, it's so important to come back to yourself and tell yourself that you're perfect. It's, it does not matter what you're saying or what you're doing. It does matter how you feel about that in this moment, right? Because this is all energy and that's what I said before with your brother. It's, it was the energy of your brother taking you in there. Like it's actually your energy because when you're with someone, it's always your energy because you're creating this person into your life. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you went with your brother somewhere, it was you that decided I want to go with him there because I know he's challenging me or he's, he's, he's not challenging me, but he's open up, opening up doors for me. Like I'm actually opening up doors for myself. Do you understand yeah, I, that? It's like, I do. It's, no, I do. Yeah. Say, it's everyone is you pushed out. Right. So and this is all about energy. So if, if you are you, what you think, 
what you have in your head, what you send out every day in your head is what comes as a mirror in front of you. So everyone is in doubt. If you think about someone, you will have this person sooner or later popping up. Yeah, that's that stuff we talk about on Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> that he talks about. Yeah, it's like there's there's stuff out there that we can't explain or define, and it somehow makes its way towards you. I agree. Yes, absolutely. So then we go in back into the sports talking. It's everything I'm thinking of myself is popping up. So if I'm unsure, it's popping up unsure situations, unsure moves, etc. If I'm sure, if 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 I'm like going in with love and say, hey, I want to try the 360, but we'll see. It does not matter if I stand it or not, but when I am in this energy that is positive, because also like not being in in, in the sports not being the number one, like not winning is, is also winning. So I can define it like when I'm not winning a competition, obviously sports people, they, they, athletes, they always want to win, but sometimes they don't win and they make huge steps when they don't win because the learning is so big. Oh, this is actually what it's all about. It's all about learning. If you're an athlete or a normal person, whatever, it does not matter what you are doing. It matters the feeling and how you look at the things. So if we're having, let's say, athlete competing on the tour and they would come to you and they're saying, for example, they're having, I guess it could be a variety of different things that they're feeling. They might feel anxiety or stress when their heat starts. They might feel, they might have a difficult time centering themselves. Like how would you, for example, work with somebody who has experienced, let's say, heat anxiety. So they love doing what they're doing, but then as soon as they get out there, the stress of the accomplishment overtakes the moment. Yeah, well, I would I would go in there with him or with her to see if if he really thinks or she that she's at the right place at the right moment. And a lot of people, they say, no, I might be on the wrong competition. I think I should be on the other one. So that's a lot of times that this is a problem or is 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 a is a trigger, um, and there it's always to know I'm always at the right moment at the right place, and also when I'm nervous, it's good because then the, people say you shouldn't be nervous because when you're when you're nervous you can't concentrate. That's not true. Like. It's it's true when I believe it, but when I say that when I'm nervous, it's good because it's it's pulling me 
to another level. Then it's pulling me to another level. So it's actually the only thing how I look at the thing. And when they say that they're anxious or then it's because they think they don't deserve to be the number one. But they are always the number one. Because in, in our lives, it's like I'm the number one in my life, of course, because I'm my life. So it does not matter actually what points I'm doing. But when I go in with this standing, I release everything else and I'm so on track that I'm going to, to do like the best thing ever, right? Because then I release from that, oh no, you know, I'm, I'm not looking at, I'm not looking at anyone else. Oh, he's doing better. You know, she can do that trick and I can't do it. I don't care. They are doing their thing in my life. I'm the number one. So it gives me a fulfillment in that moment. And is, this is the, this is the feeling I need to have or I, I actually always need to have because I'm always good and always perfect and I'm always the number one. And then I'm going in uh, with another with another feeling, right? Because I already know I'm the number one. It does not really matter if I do the second or the tenth or the first place. I enjoy it. I'm having fun. So this is giving me so much power that I'm 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 doing the best. I'm doing the best heat, right? But when I go in there, like with the fighting, then it's it's not going to be good. Like you always need a little bit, bit of this energy of not not fighting, but of this, you know, energy. Wow, I really want grit. that. Yeah. Yes, of course. But also the releasement that when it's not going to be happen, it's not that bad. Because, okay. you know, what what is good and what is bad. So if I go out with the tenth place, it's good. You know, you can say, hey, it's good. I had big learning. Perfect. I know what I can do better next time. So the anxious is actually really something that is only when you don't when when you think others are better. But. There is no other one in my life and also no, that, not in the competitor's life. Yeah, no, I, I like that. That That's a, a much deeper tie into the situation of your mind taking you and creating a situation elsewhere. Exactly. And yeah. this is what it is. It's exactly this because we are living in a community. We're living in a world that always said we're good or we are ha like not so good you should do better you know we grew up like this like in family in school and it's it's just how it is like but no one told us hey you're you're perfect if you want to do this and this if you want to achieve this and this i can help you with tools and you can you can grow in there now it was always more on the you know on the red like you had you do wrong four points wrong but how how would it be 
if they do, you did 96, right? Yes. And not for wrong. So it gives you another energy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it puts you in a little bit more apprehension, a bit more fear-based rather than being allowed to be in your center and then it, it, performing because you love and the more you love, the more you perform. Like it's a it's not a construct that we're used to hearing about. Absolutely. Exactly. And it's, it's absolutely right what you said. So what you love, you get better at it, but you need to get in this feeling that you can love it. So if you're always on a tense place, when you think in how we, we grew up, like in the, in the, I would say in the human design, then it's always like, ah, you know, you're always like, it's not, I'm, I'm on the tense place. But when you think in this fully loved energy that you say, I don't care. It's me. I'm, I'm here on this earth. Um, I'm, I'm happy. Um, I have everything. Uh, I can create everything with my mind, with my reflection. I can create everything. So it's perfect. It's absolutely. And then you get this feeling of love. You get this feeling of full energy. And then you're obviously saying, Hey, it's so cool. I'm, I'm on the tenth place. This is great. So this is giving you an a completely another point of view, right? So then you have this energy released to go better. Like what is better to go higher, whatever you want to go, whatever you want to achieve. And there it's also so important that you see yourself like in this moment, we always think I don't have the first place or I don't have this, I don't have that. So I go back to Neville Goddard. I don't know if you know him. Neville Goddard, um, I think I've heard of him, yes. Neville yeah. Goddard. And he says like, um, imagine that it's all done. Like you imagine for yourself or your wish is to be on the first place in the, I don't know which cup. World Cup, whatever. I want to be in the first place. So then he says, or what we mental coaching are coaching, right? That you are feeling that you're feeling this wish is fulfilled. So how do you feel about when you imagine, like when you say, okay, I want to be on the first place in the World Cup but you're actually maybe on the hundreds or fifties or whatever. And you go in this feeling and you say, okay, I wish myself on the first place and it's already done. So I am already the winner of all. How are you feeling about that? How are you acting? Are you thinking of, how could I get from the 10th to the 8th to the 9th uh, to the 5th and then to the first place? No, you're not thinking about that no, if no, no, you're no. already there, right? So 
that's what is keeping us back is our mind that thinks I don't have it. But when I cheat my mind, actually, to say, I have it, it's all done. How am I acting? I'm going, yeah, you know, I'm going like loose. And yes, I'm, I'm going with a, with a happy feeling because I want to do that and I'm enjoying it. And while I'm enjoying it, I'm having the performance of my life. And then I'm there. Yeah, that's um, th that brings up something that I haven't thought about in quite a few years during my like I had an open pelvic book fracture and my doctors had said they wrote me off. They said, you're done. Like you're never doing sports again. You're never lifting over 50 pounds again. Just deal with your chronic pain and move on. And I had a right hemisphere brain experience. So it put me into a very different state of being and I was in the country isolated um, and I had to move back home. So but when I talked to the psychologist, I had to go see somebody through the, the insurance and everything. Like I had mapped out, you have an A point and you have a B point. And I tried to explain this to her. So I said, hey, I'm here right now. But in five years from now, I'll be here. And then it'll be like this little merry-go-round and stuff and stuff happens. But like, I'm focusing on my B point And I will do and, and that's what it is. It was all about feeling for the human body, especially for rehab. You bring if you have a pain something, the more and more you feel what the other part feels like eventually while doing rehab and all those different pieces, you can eventually bring that into your life. So it, it's but I had hadn't connected it in relations to other people. I'd only done it, let's say, for myself for in this situation, because rehab, you're only dealing with your own. But now you're dealing with in a situation where you have six or seven other competitors. Everybody wants what they want. And then to be able to visualize that and bring that into your being would be extend like taking that to the next level, I feel. Yes, exactly. This is this is actually what it is, right? And then it's always also that it's it's always good how it is, because it's like you said into rehab and you you went this step further. Um some people, you know, we are we are we are thinking on a horizontal timeline, right? Because we grow mm -hmm. up like this, I'm that old, and this happened in the past, and this happened. I would like this happen. This is happening in the future, etc. But actually, we're energetic. We're we're energetic people, like, or we're energetic um, being. Being, okay? I guess, yeah. So energy is 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 not horizontal. It's vertical. So in this time, you are in this energy and you decide I my wish is to get back fully in charge, like I fully, fully fit. I want to do sports again, etc, etc. So this is your energetical feeling. And as we are pushing that out in this moment, we think we need to see it on the horizontal line straight away, right? We think yes. we need to see it in the line straight away because we always had this that we, give, we, we have action and reaction all the time, okay? But in the, and in the energy, it's not like that because sometimes it comes right away but sometimes it takes years to come 
And this is what we cannot um, um, steuern in, in German. Um, we cannot tell it, like, we cannot say it's coming tomorrow. Like, when I have a wish now and I go in the state of the wish is fulfilled, I'm living in the wish fulfilled. But what it shows then in the outside, it's, it's the, it's the time. And the time is also made by me in the really inside. And we cannot handle this with our head. So we just have to let go and trust ourselves that we made, make it right always. And we have the right intentions. We have the right thinking when it's the positive one. So, and then it comes in the outside, but we cannot tell it it's coming tomorrow or maybe in a week or in two years. And like also in a rehab, it takes the time that it, that it needs. Fair enough. How, um, let's for audience at home who are just meeting you for the first time, I'd like to talk a little bit about how you found water sports. And then you mentioned a little bit how you transitioned into, into mental coaching, but how did you first find, find water sports? Poor, well, <laughs> I grew up in a water sports family, actually. Like my, my dad was, um, a professional windsurfer by the times in the eighties and oh, awesome. traveling around. And yeah, so I, I grew up with that. Um, I actually got myself into it a little later, like 20, when I was by the 22, I think. And, um, yeah, so it was, but it was always in my life, but, um, yeah, I got into it a little later for myself. Okay. And then you, how did you end up opening your schools and running your schools at the lake that you're at? That's kind of a, that's kind of a cool thing to do. Well, yes, it was, uh, my dad was doing it, uh, for 20 years. And, um, okay. when I started windsurfing, uh, it was his wish actually it was probably my wish as I have the knowledge now, <laughs> yes. um, to take that over. So then I took it over and, and then I had it 15 years, uh, the schools and, um, yeah, that's, that's how I got in there. Like everything over my father. Yeah. Okay. Oh, awesome. Okay. And then what, why did you decide to then transition into this, this aspect? Cause the, the, how you approach this, like I actually had to leave the psychologist that I was seeing because she did not make the leap and the connection that you made. Uh, she was not able to understand that you can, that if you, in this particular situation, there was, it was, I was a hundred percent certain of where I would end up a hundred percent certain. And it was such a strong feeling that because it her she approached it in the situation. Well, what happens if you don't or all these, what ifs? And it's like, well, no, like I'm going to focus on this, but not everybody thinks and attaches that like not everybody it gets there in life. So could we talk a little bit about how, is this a, just a way you've always been or is this something that you learned along your path or? Well, yeah, it's, it's something I learned around uh, on my path. Um, yeah, it's, 
I mean, like the school, when I took it over, I was young and I thought it's, it's a cool thing to do. I have a cool opportunity and my dad is selling it. So I thought it's the right thing to do. Right. And then you, you, gr you grow and, and, and you run the things and, um, you want more like from in the outside, especially, you know, you want to have more results and, uh, better results. Like it's, it's actually the same as an athlete just in business, um, then you work more and you work a lot. And, um, yeah. And then I, I was on that path, like, you know, going higher and higher and working and, you know, forgetting everything around me actually. Um, yeah. And then I had a relationship and I was working a lot and I, I knew I don't want to do that in a relationship working and having my partner on my side that is actually seeing me maybe uh, some some hours at night when I sleep but then you know how it is when you work a lot and you're full yes. on you're yes. not really on in the rest so um yeah I had this great relationship and then last year somehow it everything blew up like um i was already thinking about um to change uh something in my life uh to have more time for him especially uh that was what i was thinking about the time but actually now i know i wanted to have more time for myself um to organize or now how do you say that not organize but to um to be concentrated on myself and on my relationship and to have the energy to love myself fully and to love my partner fully. So, yeah, I man manifested for myself a complete breakdown. Now I see it. Uh, maybe some months ago, I could not talk about that, but now I see it and I manifested a completely breakdown to get everything in order again with myself. And that's why I'm on that path now, because um, I'm realizing that my thinking is so important. And this is actually what is so important for everyone, because when you think that you're not good enough or when you think you're working too much and you have you don't have enough time for your partner it is like this but when you think i'm fully working and he loves me and i love him um as he is and as i am it's working also when you're working a lot so yeah, I, I needed for myself this absolute breakdown <laughs> because I think I only I only understand things when I really get that poof, you know. Now I don't need it anymore because now I understand it already a lot before because I have this mental knowledge and I have the tools how I can get myself out of ego thinking and into my 
thinking or of my my being like my creation that is coming out of my energy to always get me again back in my energy in my good energy in a positive thinking also when in the outside maybe it does not look like but it does i don't care and it doesn't matter because what it's what matters is how i look at it and i can transform it only like i can transform it with my with my state of mind i don't need to do anything in the outside i don't need to talk i don't need to write i can do everything with my state of mind yeah i like that especially because this sport of winging is going to open up a lot of new opportunities for a lot of people who have never been in the water period um so there'll be a lot of people entering it with a ver like various states of mind some people will be afraid some people will be super excited um so if for example somebody approached you they're brand new to the sport and how would you work with them is there a process of getting to know each other consultation process like how does that process look in your in your practice with with your athletes well it's yeah i, I have this um 20 minutes um that they can call me or talk about that you get to know someone obviously usually it's like more than 20 minutes always <laughs> because i'm not the one that, oh yeah you know uh you, not looking on the watch never um and then you get into that and then you see like i feel already the energy and i also feel what is the problem or yeah what do they think they have a problem on and then i start going in there to ask them questions like what they want to achieve or what they wish for themselves and as i ask this i already know or i already feel out if they just say it i don't really believe it or if they say it and they believe it so then it's like the two um it's it, it's like the two different ways to go on that because when they say and believe it then it's it's normally with done with 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 quite a quite a, uh, a little coaching because then they just need some tools to work on their ego thinking and to really believe that when they are creating something in their minds, they can have everything, <laughs> everything they want, they can manifest. And then there are the other ones that are saying it, but they don't really believe it. There I have to I'm working on the self-confidence. Okay. And how, there how does, we have the tools as well. Yeah, I was curious. How do you work on, on self-confidence in the, so let's say maybe just oh. getting up on foil for the first time. It's a crazy magic carpet. Everybody has explained it pretty much the same thing. It's almost like you're on ice. You don't know what to do. If you move your head too much, um, for foiling, it's very, very difficult. So um, I guess maybe that would be a better example because that's one of the first skills people have to learn to enjoy the sport of wing foiling. Yes, and there, 
I, I never go in with the with the um like yeah you you feel like you're going to be on ice or I, I don't do that like um the only thing what I, I'm saying there is that they have to look at a certain point. Obviously when I'm coaching and I have them in front of me, I'm riding in front of them, uh, like two meters in front of them, and I'm having the right position that they are coming into foiling. And then I tell them that they should not look the wing or whatever. They should just look at me. And that's all they have to do. And then you see they have already the right position because they are like this up and you know they are looking in the right position they're turning their hips out a little bit so they are actually in the right position to start foiling when i see that they do this then i say i tell them to put a little bit more um weight on the front leg on the front feet and they put a bit more weight on the front feet and then they they already start foiling like I had just one last weekend and it was actually exactly this. I told him mm. three things and he was foiling. Pretty impressive <laughs> for a lot of, yeah, I'm not for, talk, yeah. you know, and now I'm talking a lot, but mm. when, when I do those coachings, like, especially on wing foiling that you have a wind around and they are concentrated and I, I try to do as less as possible because less is more. Okay. You know, when enough. I took 10 minutes and I tell him you have to do this, 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 and this, he forgot everything. Maybe he, he can keep the last two points, but when I'm starting with one point and then he's doing this one point and I go to the next point and he's doing the next point, then I go to the third point, which would be to close the backhand. So to close the wing, to put it more into the wind and close it. And he's already having the right position because he's looking at me. So he's not looking down. He's not looking downwind. He's looking upwind with a, with the upright standing. I tell him to put more pressure, like more weight on the front feet. So he's not pulling because otherwise he's pulling the 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 foil down too much and he's not giving the foil a chance to come up and foil so he's putting more pressure or more weight on the front feet and when he does that obviously when he's not closing the hand the board is going a little bit more in the water in the front so i see that and then i tell him to close the backhand and when he's doing this, he's starting to fall. So what you're and saying yeah, is, I, is don't overwhelm your your students with your anxiety and micromanaging and let, and let them have some fun. <laughs> yes, exactly. And also there, you know, it, it's very important what mind, what like what I am thinking of him. Because when I'm thinking that he's never going to get it, He's not getting it, but then I'm not getting it as a teacher. But when I'm thinking, I'm saying the right words in the right moment, and I trust myself fully, 
percent, then it's that what he needs. And then I put him in this and I tell him, this, this guy is going to foil today. And then they're foiling. Like, obviously, he's not coming out, going straight like me, boof, tagging or diving. <laughs> it comes up, yeah. it goes down, he comes up, he goes down. But still, this is foiling, right? So True. I True. ask him, yeah, what is your enough. goal? And he tells me, my goal is to foil. And then we come back and I say, you were foiling. And they were like, no, I was going up and down. I say, yeah, but you were going up on the foil. You were going down again and you were going up again. So this is already, you started already to foil. So this is what we are. We always think we learn something straight away. No, it, did we, did we learn walking straight away? We did not. We get up, we fell. And when we fall as a baby, what did we do? We were laughing. We were getting on our feet and we tried, we were trying to walk again. So very accurate. Say now when we learn something new, we're doing it, we fall and we should just laugh and stand up and try it again, you know, because this is learning. I think that brings us back to a point that we talked a while ago was about what feeling are you bringing into it rather than how most of us were raised of you missed four points, you better do it better next time. Like that's a direct tie into what you were saying before. Exactly. I could have told him, you were not foiling. You were just going up and down and up and down. That's not foiling. But how does that feel like when I tell you this, when you're with me in my coaching and you're like, wow, cool. I have my coaching today. And, you know, you're like super happy in the morning. And then you, I do this coaching. And then in the end, I tell you, you were not foiling. You were just going up and down. That's not foiling. Yeah, you, you suck. <laughs> you just go you know, on. And you think, shit. I'm a loser. I could not foil. No, but that's the way. And that's not the way how you, how we get ourselves up to next level, because then we are always putting us down and putting us down gives us an energy that is, 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 is not good, right? It's, it's not feeling good. So I want to feel good. Always, also when I'm tired and having a headache or I'm sick, it's good. My body needs it. It needs a rest. It needs maybe a rest from other people, from the outside, whatever. So it's good. So there to take out the positive always. It's everything what happens is positive and everything what happens is for you. Right. So in the teaching, mm -hmm. it's very, very important for me to get them there and and get them on the positive points, because it's everything is what matters is the positive points. There are no negative points. OK, fair enough. Like approaching that makes me feel different than approaching it, even if we're talking about the four points in 96. It's a very different feeling. Exactly. And that's what it's yourself. all about, the feeling. That's what it, it's all about, the feeling, because the feeling is generating the energy, right? So when I have a good feeling about something, I'm generating a good 
energy. And with a good energy, what am I thinking with a good energy? I'm thinking, wow, cool. Now I go back, like I'm thinking, I'm, I'm getting these inputs, this impulse to go back on something, to read something that I maybe don't know in my head. Why am I reading it? But it's actually that, that it's getting me to this hundred points. But I got there because I had this good feeling. So I was free of everything. And I just got into that. What do I want to do? What do I feel like to do now? I feel like to read this, this one, one side of, of a book learning, you know? I feel like because I'm interested in it, because I love it to know more about it. So this is what gives me the power to go on the 100 points. But when I'm on these 96 points, no, when I'm on these four points bad, like I missed that once, then I'm, I'm, I'm generating a bad feeling and I'm thinking of, what did I do wrong? So I'm staying in this, you know, I'm staying in this bed, you know, what to do I wrong? I don't care what I did wrong. I did not, nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. So I did 96 perfect. And this is generating what I love and where I want to go back and look at it. And, and, and learn more because I love it, because I like it. And it opens up what you said before, what I love to do, I get good at it. Hmm. Yeah, because it'll help you overcome, like there's different hurdles when you hit different benchmarks. So for example, approaching it from that mindset and feeling because it's either you're going to continue if you have a good heat or a bad heat. For example, if you have a heat and you're like, okay, I'm 10th, I would like to make it to third. Or I would like to get this. Then what what is going to allow you, like what path do you need to take to get there? But that way of thinking and bringing yourself back to center will then maybe allow you to spend more time to then look at all the other aspects that you need to improve. But rather than looking at it as from from that state of, I don't really want to say it, but it's, I wouldn't necessarily an entitled state of mind, an entitled state of thinking, like I'm upset because I didn't do it because I should be. You're more approaching it in as you're enjoying the journey of getting there. Exactly. While the, yes. Okay. Exactly. And that's all about, right? That's all about life. Enjoying the journey. Isn't it? <laughs> it's supposed Maybe, to be. No? It's, it's supposed to be. To be. <laughs> especially yeah. in these sports it's supposed to be about fine yeah it's it's supposed to be about fun and joy and and the love of what you're doing and as that magnifies and as your athletic skills combine with that then that's why we have athletes who are as good as they are or let's say we're yeah. just looking at all of us who are just everyday average riders then it's about us getting two hours of immense fun and that is enjoying all the different aspects of that of that session 
Sometimes the wind's not good. Sometimes it's not big enough. Sometimes all these things happen, but to be able to approach it from that mindset, at least then you're going to guarantee yourself a little bit more enjoyment. Yes, exactly. And I mean, also the wind is not good. It's also a point of view, right? Because (laughs) (laughs) for, for me, maybe the wind was perfect, but for you, it was not good. Or maybe for the beginner, he had the fun of his life. And me as a pro that needed more wind, it was not good, but that I'm learning a lot with a, with a not constant wind, uh, like with a gusty wind or with a crappy wind, I'm learning so much. And why is it? Because it's, it's, it's making, changing my mind, right? Because we, we think then the wind needs to be constant to jump, uh, this and that, whatever. Um, but it does not need to be constant. What is constant? Like, it can be gusty and I can jump it. Like when I can jump it in gusty winds and in choppy water, I can jump it for a hundred, 200% in flat water and in constant wind. So it brings me again there. It's always good and it's always for you. Again, there it brings you. It's that bridge of incidents right? That brings you to this level. So when I have my mindset that every wind is good, there is no bad wind and there is no wrong wind direction and there are no bad conditions, then I know they're always bringing me to the next level. Yes. No, fair enough. Yeah, because gusty and light winds, that's one thing that I that my brother and I do quite a bit and, and he instilled this in me, especially in, in some of the, for windsurfing and whatnot, we would go out in very, very light wind just to practice coming back. Cause it's like, Hey, what happens if the storm shuts off? You're, you're a little while out, but you haven't practiced coming home. So we do that with wing foiling. And there's a lot of people who don't want to practice in those marginal conditions. But I'm like, Hey, if you want to get very good, to your level, well, you're going to, I would recommend practicing in a bunch of different conditions because then in light wind, it, you're going to have to get better at balance and all these other aspects. So when it is cranking, you're going to have a heck of a lot more fun in that sense, because you'll have practiced all these little skills along the way. So I appreciate bringing, bring that up because they are all very important to, to becoming a more complete and whole athlete and is, is what we're talking about. But yeah. Exactly. And there again, um, if, if there, there it's really, really important or what I do or what I started to do with my mental, um, mental being here on earth is what, when I was saying the wind is not good, right? Mm-hmm. I got into myself and then I asked myself, is the matter the wind? Or is the matter that you don't want to go out and you're looking for a reason that you're not not going out because you maybe want to chill, you maybe want to do something different, but your ego is saying there is wind, you should go out. If you're not going out, you're not getting better or you're not enjoying the day or you missed a day. So that's also, again, 
like when 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 I have a reason, like when I have a point that is saying to myself, like, yeah, there is no good. The, the wind is gusty today. I don't know. I'm not sure if I want to go out. Ninety nine percent of the times when I do that, I catch myself, my mind. And I don't want to go out that day. I just don't want to go. And that's absolutely fine. I mean, if you don't want to go, you just leave it. Who tells you you have to go? Nobody. Like, it's just myself telling myself that I should go. And that's why I'm having this ego fight with myself on the wind, that I'm blaming the wind. But the wind is not the problem, actually. The, the problem or is that I'm not staying 100% in my center. Because when my center says, I don't want to go out today, it's fine. I'm looking at them. I'm taking, I'm, I'm, I'm taking pictures of other ones going. I'm, I'm having a blast looking at them jumping. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm super happy for them to have a, a good day, a good session um, to, to enjoy. I enjoy see that they are enjoying it. I can't do that because I don't have to do anything. I don't have to. So this is also a thing that I see that a lot of people or I saw also for myself before when I started with all the mental thing that um, I, I always I was thinking a lot, I have to do it. But my inner my was saying, no, you know, I rather, I don't know, I rather do something different. I rather go and have a look at the city or, you know, when I'm traveling somewhere or, and I'm not losing anything. I'm always at the right place on the right moment. Fair enough. I like that. Yeah. I mean, if, if you, if you think about that, a lot of people there, like after a professional uh, career, sports career, they're absolutely like they, um, you know, they, <laughs> the body is sucked out, right? Body and mind, they, they're, because they, they don't really get this, that, um, when, when your inner is saying that, I don't need to, I don't want to go today. I need a rest day. And the ego is saying you have to run eight hours or four hours, or you have to go in the water five hours. That actually, when you do that, you're destroying your body because you're not listening at all on your body. And when you can zoom yourself there out and, and, and really get your mind in that, that you're not losing anything. Also, when you're not like, we, you know, you, you're competing, you know, you have to um, go on the next level, but today you really don't feel like go on the water, then don't okay. go on the water because the hmm. body needs this time. And then you go the next day on the water and, and you learn so much more because you gave yourself this time. And this is so, so important because otherwise we're like 
you know, we're like pressing a, a sponge, like our body as a sponge, we're pressing it out that much. And, and this is, it's, it's not healthy. And could even deter you from, from reaching your goal then is what you're saying. Absolutely. Which, which is normally always the case because it's getting us further away from the goal we want to achieve because we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're just, you know, sucking like this sponge is, is, is empty after that. And, and, and this is going, and then there to have a rehab or to put your body again in, in a good shape and center your body with your mind and, with all the surrounding is, is taking a long time and is, is then also putting a lot of people like away from the sport that, they, you know, how many people you maybe know that got into skiing when they were kids and they had to go skiing all the time. They had to train all the time. Mm -hmm. When you ask them now that they're maybe 40, they say, why skiing? No, <laughs> I'm, really everything, but not skiing. So that's actually something you, you hear and see a lot. And, and this is my goal to, you know, get the athletes there that they listen to themselves. And, you know, maybe some, at, at, at some people to be athlete was just, is, is just, the um, again, the road to go into what they really want to do. So it does not really matter where you're going to end. It's, it matters how you're going to end or how you're going to achieve or how you're feeling about that. And then obviously when, when this feeling is good and this feeling is love, um, unconditional love, your mind and your body is, is healthy does not need any psychologist, does not need any, any um, medicine, etc., etc. Because our body is always showing us that we are on the wrong path, right? Mm -hmm. Or if you're, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I love that. So for people at home and for athletes on tour, we're going to give a shout out to our buddy, Max Robinson. He's competing on tour. We give him a shout out almost every episode. Um, if people are looking to reach out to you, what would be the best way for them to, uh, to reach out to get some coaching? Well, um, I've got my, um, my homepage, which is um, freemind-coaching.me. Um, there they find, um, my email address. They can write me email, uh, Instagram, um, uh, Sarah Misian Freemind, uh, on Instagram. So they can actually reach out to me on, on every, um, yeah, on, on every part, like, yeah, email. Um, my phone number is on my website as well. So, uh, people can call me, call me, please. Like, um, it's so important to talk, you know, like writing is always really, yeah, it's for the people to write is it's, you know, to write down the feeling, like write down your own feeling is, is in the beginning really hard. Like 
you cannot really explain how you feel. So there it's, it's always super easy to have a chat on the phone. Um, I have Zoom. Then when, when I have the coachings online, I have Zoom. We also uh, record on Zoom. So, um, the athletes, they can have a look at the chat again and again and again. So they can re, re-look and re-listen. Um, I have Telegram. So yeah, I'm, I'm actually on, on all those channels. And, um, them. yeah. So, um, I would say thanks a lot for joining us today. And um, I would be great to have you back on at another time and uh, we could talk some more. Yeah, thank you. That would be great. Cool. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for joining Tom and I on this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time.